You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Wow. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. We're back better than ever. Uh, here we are. This is uh, episode 105. 105, part- 105 V2.0. <laughs> uh, for all of your curators out there, Fan Will uh, from Canada, I'm looking in your direction, and also Richard from Austria, um, we did an entire podcast and lost a it. Good one. We did. We did. Uh, I would call it maybe not a top fiver, but I think it'd be a top tenner, and it's gone forever. Gone forever. Of course, we're saying it's a top tenner because we don't have it right in front of us. Because, but yeah, exactly. There's a, uh, a cognitive biases <laughs> in full effect right now. <laughs> well, so what we're going to do is um, make up for it by doing a uh, not as good podcast. No, now we're going to recreate it word for word, but must much less funny. Much less, you know, much more like awkward. Like when you date the woman of your dreams, and then you she leaves, and every other person you date after that isn't good enough. <laughs> you do your best to make them into a weird version of her, but it yeah. doesn't seem to work out very well. Man, I was I've been through that a lot. Do you think I'm anybody's ideal? Somebody. Yeah. I haven't found her yet. No, nah, well, maybe you have. Who knows? I need to start hanging around more truck stops. Like fuel depots, place got like Home Depot parking lots. You know, I, we're I, man, I gotta say, gas station outside of an airport is the worst place I've ever <laughs> been in my life. I think that's gonna be your spot. Why don't we? Why don't you tell us that story, Andrew? Let's go. Uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of ground to cover. This is gonna be fucked up because we have we did an episode that didn't happen or didn't exist. Uh, which I fully maintain one day, five years from now, one of us is going to find that yeah. file. Like, oh, here it is. Oh, whoops, there it is. I guess we can put it together now. Dude, you um, know, you know then, me. It's going to, it's probably on my computer right now. I it's probably right there. It. It's on your desktop <laughs> flashing. Um, Holy shit, here it is. And then, uh, and then we, we saw each other. 
since then, like actually in the flesh. Oh, we got to talk about that too. It was so good. Trying to keep track of what we talked about and what we haven't is going to be wild in this. So doesn't be matter. ready for that. It doesn't matter when, you, when we start. When we start keeping track, is when we get um, when we get stale. Like that's true. We get bad bread. Um, so yeah, so I ended up a few days before Christmas having to spend an hour beating off at at a uh, at a Seven Up or Seven Up Seven Eleven slash uh, Sunoco outside of JFK Airport for like. I don't know, like, sitting there like an hour uh, around 11 o'clock on a Wednesday, uh, seeing some real wild people doing some real wild things. Mm, like what? And for why? Is this for worse some work shit? I was charging an electric vehicle. <laughs> and in order to charge an electric ve- vehicle, you have to sit there for a while and let it, you know, charge up. Um, I like how Andrew is now yeah. George Jetson all of a sudden. Like you, <laughs> you've always been kind of a futuristic guy. But you have suddenly leaped into this new world. Um, I've, yeah, you know. I rode in right. Andrew's jet car, and he gave me whiplash, by the way. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Really. I probably should have warned you to put your head on the, no, uh, the headrest. It was a classic moment, very funny. Generally, that's what I do. But I thought you could handle it, and I was wrong. Oh, I, I can handle it. <laughs> oh, I handled it. But I, uh, I left. Uh, you did shake my foundations a little bit, pal. Not since that's I my woke, job. Not since I woke up. No, it's not since the last time I woke up. Last time I woke up the, to you la- the final time. Well, I mean, not since the last time I stayed over and you were just hanging out naked in the kitchen, and I looked over and there you were. Have my I house, been my rules? <laughs> your house, your rules. You know, that's um, it's very punk of you. It's very black flag. Didn't black flag have a song called that? My house, my rules. You're thinking of my war side too. Oh, dude, my war side too. When I'm feeling down, man. When I've had a bad day on the work site. <laughs> and i run out of dry, dry rolls oh my god i can't talk to them i run out of lou rolls i've run out of lou rolls i run out of uh drywall screws early and they don't they can't get over to home depot to fucking get any until noon because hector's got a fucking suspended driver's license black flag, so do side, I. Black flag my worst side too dude my worst side takes it all away <laughs> why well, it's uh okay so we talked about personal 911s what is your uh my worst side two moment for this past week Oh shit! You just came at me hard from. Uh, I'm doing Adderall. I'm on Adderall. I've done. Wow, all right. Coffee. Um, this is a good cocktail for you. I've had this week off, so I have these. I have had these gigantic plans in my mind. <laughs> like, Let me guess how many of these you've you've gone through. <laughs> like negative, not none. There, there, you have more plans now. The only than thing you did I mean, on paper, it looks like the only plans I've had are laying in my bed with double blankets on playing War Thunder uh, when the internet's actually working and eating takeout. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> and I got a Starbucks gift card, so I wake up to move my car and drive out to the Western Avenue Starbucks and sit and drink Starbucks. And I think, In the car? Yeah, no, in, inside. Oh, wow. So I think that I'm like, hey, man, you know, I'm like doing stuff. I wrote down you- like overnight drive notes. Have you done the thing where you go on the Starbucks app and you just tell it what you want and then you show up at Starbucks and it's there waiting for you? No, future man. It's awesome. You got to do it. It's really good. You still have to interact with one person, but you just got to be like, yes, that's me. Yeah. And they get your name right because you've typed it. You didn't say it. And uh, yeah, it's really, it's fantastic. When I worked next door to a Starbucks, it was the best. <laughs> I actually enjoy the future of retail being not talking to anybody. No, it's really, really good. I can't wait. Even though, And you're a person who works in, well, not as much anymore, but you do work in retail on some level. 
still. You're, yep. you're a manager. Um, does that make you feel good that you probably won't have to deal with anybody? It's just all email and like only the day of the sale. You just like hand it over, like here you go. You've already paid for it. Yeah, like very much. <laughs> yes, it sounds great. Yep. Uh, my company is the only company in our field that actually does that right now, where you could just wake up at two in the morning and be like, "I want to buy this," and click, and it's bought, and that's it. You don't have to talk to anybody. It's and you fucking. And do you wonderful. ever have to deal with any old shit, any fud dud, like resistance to change shit? Oh yeah, constantly. That, but that's the definition of my life is dealing with FUD dud resistance to change. All I want to do is change things all the time. If, like Forward is the way. You know, like yeah. things that we enjoy that give us dopamine release that make us feel good and make us feel proud of our accomplishments and proud to be here and in a time and whatnot. All of these are from forward momentum. Everything that makes us fucking like sick and weird and like uncomfortable is all fucking regressive momentum forward is the way so are you, not are you like, referencing the japanese um crust band forward yes yeah forward the japanese crust band forward <laughs> is the, the way, way. <laughs> um so when people do that fake fucking luddite shit that I've like really, oh I've well grown you know. to really dislike that like I, I i look over at my record player and i'm like you know what I, that's where i should put my new tv and not even listen to records <laughs> anymore ever the thing is, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with the way things have been done. It's cool. But for like in every facet of life, forward is a way. That's just it. No, there's no in relationships and anything. It, anything. And I get caught up in that relationship shit where forward. Forward. And like I'll talk to girls and they'll be like, oh well, you know, I dated a dude like two years ago who did such and such to me. So and I'm like I, I've never met this fucking person. <laughs> you know, you're fucking a ghost, and then you're telling me about it. Fuck off. Forward. This is the That's year. That's going to be the war cry. The forward. Should I shave my beard? Is that forward? I'm, if you want. I don't know. I went to Nordstrom Rack yesterday. We almost went in there. It's, it's it actually weird. I it's, left. We were in Sears, and I left Sears. Well, you and I were hanging out in Sears. Oh, I'm telling you this story. Let's talk um, about this whole mall story. Let's and then it. left Sears with the intention of going there and didn't go. Well, Gabby was going, had to go to Sears because that's where Gabby, she does all, all her right. shopping. Gabby was going to Sears because we got a Late. we got a gift from somebody for Christmas that was. I would I would say it's one of the most poorly considered gifts. Like I'd prefer to have a, like a firm handshake. You know? just like, what was it? What was it? What was it? Uh, I actually cannot say. Oh, um, I, I gotcha. Yeah, it was, so a, it's, it, was a, it was a dab pipe. Was it what? A dab pipe. <laughs> um, no, not even like it was. It was. It was meant for a moron, and like. <laughs> Where was oh, this, I? I should have looked over her shoulder. I was standing right there. Yeah, I know. I, th- this was directed at her. But either way, when you when you give me a gift, a gift that's meant for a moron, <laughs> it 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 says that you think I'm a moron. You like understand that, right? <laughs> Better to not give a gift than to give a gift that makes you feel like a moron. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this is exactly why I didn't get you guys anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. Honestly, like, I was like, you know, fucking. Andrew and Gary, you know, Andrew's fucking solid, one of my best friends, you know, like fucking ride or die. Love Gabri. But I was like, you know, these motherfuckers have everything or, or they know what they want. 
when you buy you know gifts from people who know what they want, it's really intimidating. Oh yeah. So I was you know like, what I got Gab for Christmas this year? Uh, Not a goddamn the, the thing. The high hard one. You know what she got me? Not a goddamn thing. It healthy, was the best Christmas ever. Healthy relationship, man. So God. good. So healthy. God, you guys are anyway. you guys are either going to immolate this year or fucking get hitched, honestly. <laughs> you guys are you guys are running on nine cylinders. You found cylinders you didn't even know you had. I know, they're, they're building more cylinders. They're building as we speak. They're under the hood. <laughs> um, building more So, cylinders. yeah. So, she had to go to Sears to return this wildly, insanely thoughtless gift. Let's just say a Hitachi um, wand. Yeah, it was a Hitachi wand. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> and, uh, so, Gabby's aunt got her a Hitachi wand. So, my mother got me, or got her for me, a Hitachi wand. Um, and you guys tried it out and it ended up being didn't, it was painful a little too intense on the uh, yep. on Gabri's Christmas yep so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so she had to return it yeah uh, and we spent Sears fucking, it's no fucking wonder you're going the fuck out of business we spent half an hour walking through the entirety of a, like a corner store in a mall could not find one single object to spend 30 US dollars on. It was insane. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm, Are you for real? I'm the motherfucker who, like, if I sniff a Target, I'll spend 40 bucks on, on bullshit. <laughs> Dude, I spent $10 on candy at Target across the yes, street. You did. Let's talk, we could talk about that. $30 worth of shit in fucking uh, in Sears. I was to, like, but I was uh, like, okay, so, like, you could get a, some craftsman tools or, like, a diehard battery. Uh, hmm. <laughs> and then, but the thing is, Sears has like pedestrian products, like activewear, sportswear, light bulbs, you know, like deter- they have like a weird aisle with detergent. Like it's all the shit you definitely, but in, the, in that setting, you definitely realize you don't need it. Yeah, but then you go downstairs real. and there's like shitty underwear and like low rent shoes. And it's kind of like a really, really glorified dyed in the wool American version of like TJ Maxx, but really big. The best part is just, I think, two days ago, we got home, and she was just like, I'm going to go on the website and find something, and found, like, a throw for the bed, and I sleep at the throw, and I hate it, so it made sense. All right, we're, <laughs> we're going to get a, a different one. Stellar. Great. You should, um, you should try. I mean, you can order literally anything off the Sears website, I think. Well, this is the fucking thing. She goes on there and clicks it and puts it in her cart, and then is like, wait. This is in-store pickup only. What are you fucking kidding? They want me to go to Paramus to pick up this fucking thing? Are you kidding? And I like how the only one, like Sears, a big business magnate, like there's no presence in New York City at all. The whole point of Sears was fucking mail order. That was like when you go back and you watch documentaries about how Sears was in like the 1750s, it was about fucking mail order. Are you kidding me? It was unreal. Like, I was standing here washing Jeez. dishes, and I thought the glass I was holding was going to explode Jeez. in my hand. Like, it was a God. fucking action movie. You should have got glass. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Jeez. Oh, Holy God. <laughs> the Sears Roebuck, dry goods. You could order, you used to be able to order a fucking house for yeah, 30000 get a horse, get a house, get grand. whatever. We'll send it to you. It's something the four men with fucking handsome mustaches will unload it for you. But anyway. No, apparently, now you got to go to Paramus and pick up a throw. Are you really going to go out to Paramus to pick up a Fuck throw? No, no, we found another place that had it and got it. God damn it. I mean, I can pick it up for you. I can. Thanks. Uh, appreciate it. No, no problem. I just tell them that I'm, my name is Gabri. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm sure they have no systems in no. place to, to check, so it'd be fine, except you'll get there and they won't have it. Um, oh, we've been having ooh. this problem with inventory. Sorry, you drove 40 miles out here and have to um, drive 40 miles back. Sorry, sir. Um, and they have like a. 
Everybody has that Applebee's tone, like customer service tone when something goes wrong. Best Buy, Sears, anything, right? You are hitting all my fucking buttons tonight, man. We got to talk about Applebee's. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. You went to Applebee's. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you had a way shittier vacation than I did, man. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a really good time, but we just happened to be nailing all of these pain points. All right. Um, so, And this is good. This is keeping with the narrative. So... We had to stop in uh, – this is turning into what I did for my winter vacation. Uh, we had to stop in Newburgh. <laughs> Great. Uh, to charge the electric car. As, as, as one does. <laughs> yeah. This electric car uh, seems like kind of a drag, man. Well, you got to charge it sometimes. By the way, we were charging the electric car when we were at Sears. Um, so we uh, – this is actually – this is great. Every time you charge an electric car, you have a little mini adventure. It's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, we stopped in Newburgh and it was like, uh, you know – six o'clock on uh, on christmas eve like not a whole lot open and so we're like all right you know what we got 20 minutes here let's go to applebee's that seems that seems like a thing people do right um it's if your, you were you eating in, good in the neighborhood oh we were if you in your mind's eye can picture <laughs> that's my line motherfucker the the look and feel and sounds of an Applebee's on the side of a road in Newburgh, New York would be. <laughs> this was a hundred and fifty percent. It was like it was like a hundred proof Applebee's in Newburgh. It was amazing. Holy shit. For those um, uh, for those uh, unindoctrinated, Newburgh, New York is like, you know, that when you're driving to a major city to see a show, because I know most of you are suburban motherfuckers. This is the shitty also ran this is the worcester this is the yeah. green bay this is the uh fucking i don't know bakersfield of cities just to give you a little uh this is like the bend or exactly it yeah we went like we sat there and these two guys at the bar were talking really loud about how amazing the show jessica jones is on netflix um awesome Really good bar. This talk. other woman was uh, was yelling into her phone across the bar from us, and the bartender was real rude. And then uh, at one point, Gabby went to the bathroom, and some Applebee's employee was in there, like yelling about how she might be able to pick up some shifts at the dentist's office. You know, it was just like it was <laughs> it was not uplifting. Wow! And this is Christmas Eve, by the way. Let's let's keep that in context. This is Christmas Eve. Um, wow! Somebody maxed out their credit cards on gifts that nobody yeah. wants to begin with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were in there. Uh, Gabby ordered a margarita, which I thought was a bold move. Uh, <laughs> did not get finished. Wow. It's a mom move. Uh, and we got what we thought was going to be the most, like, unassuming thing on the menu, which was just, like, pretzels and, and like, a, like, a cheese dip thing. How could you fuck up pretzels and a cheese dip thing? Um, <laughs> that's a question that yeah, I don't think you want to have answered, but unfortunately, they came out with this greasy basket of sticks. <laughs> you know, they they were in like kind of like a pretzel <laughs> stick form, but when you bit into them or broke them, they were just dough. They were pizza dough that had been deep fried to a dark brown, uh, and then covered with salt and pepper and oregano for some reason, which is interesting to me because these things at that point became more pizza than pretzel by, by a factor of two. They, they were more aligned socially, politically with a pizza than with a fucking pretzel. 
uh, was not pretzel <laughs> at all. In any, there was no person blind, deaf, no tongue at all. No person on earth would ever classify this as a pretzel. So it's like a hockey game, uh, frozen pizza heated in a microwave. Style. No, no, way better. That would be way, way better. Like we actually sat there and remarked that we expected to be paying for you know when you go to. <laughs> price chopper you can get the for like three for a dollar you can get the frozen pretzels that you sprinkle with water before you put on put in the microwave yeah, and my, they kind of like my dad loves that shit yeah that's what we expected that i i was happy to pay eight bucks for just two of those and and like some dip made out of cheese do you know what my dad does aside from eat those well he eats those but he i remember he, uh, he had some over christmas which we have to talk about and he's like hey you want to smell these well, they smell them. It's old. This is old world. These are old world. And kept on calling the pretzels old world. Old world. This is old world. Does he have a brain tumor? What's wrong with him? I don't know. But he, I think he was saying that eating those microwave pretzels from that you put water on from Price Chopper was like hearkening back to some sort of medieval times where you would <laughs> cook pretzels on an open flame or something. <laughs> in the microwave ovens of yore. Yeah, in the microwave ovens of yore. When people would fight and die for the use of the microwave oven like Bill Romanowski. Jesus Christ. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. That was, I mean, that was about it. I, I, I probably could have flown off the handle about this a few minutes ago, but I ran out of steam on it. Okay. Um, but that was the first time I'd really been in an Applebee's. Yo, Applebee's, you suck. You're terrible. <laughs> like, you're awful. Well, Andrew, that's not, I don't think that's, um, that doesn't come as a surprise. But but it does it does surprise me in a way like if oh. I go to for example Red Robin yeah uh, love Red Robin I, love Red Robin Andy Rice made us all love Red Robin <laughs> was that the, was just that his was, thing it bands if you're on tour and you want to like not spend a thousand dollars or not eat fucking combos stop at a Red Robin Red Robin just do it reasonably do it. priced Treat unlimited fries it's a cool it's a cool hang fucking probably ha- like spend about an hour and a half there they have a bar whatever it's great yeah, get lit. Um, Yeah, so, like, for example, if I go to a Red Robin or I go to – I used to do a thing where when they would bring me to Chicago for work my first night since no one would be there but me, I would – I'd have nothing to do. I would just walk down the street and walk around Target for an hour and then go to Denny's (laughs) for dinner before going back into my depressing sleep. Fucking sweet. Um, But, yeah, so Red Robin, Denny's, that's like any of those spots. If I move to a new town, right, which I want desperately want to. Definitely what you would do. I would do that every night when I, I lived in Louisville <laughs> and I knew people. I would still do that. I would go to like Steak and Shake by myself. That was when I was pre- pretending to be vegan for people. That's oh, really good. That's great. And I would just like – I. I it, it sounds – the change has to come within because I'm just such a creature. Like I am always gravitate toward like the Wolf Road area. I just gravitate. Toward. You really do. I've never thought about that, but it's true. I do, man. When you said, oh, meet me in the Colony Center parking lot, I was like, yes. I felt like my, li- I felt like my life had purpose. It was awesome. Mikasa. Um, yeah, so when I go to those places, I don't expect – I've never walked in with Denny's being like, oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. You know, just but like I expect, understand what I'm going to get. But you expect like – Food. Food. Exactly. Like if I order <laughs> eggs, I don't I, – they don't bring me out bread and pretend it's eggs. And I'm like, oh, thanks for the eggs. They're fantastic. Nobody's – yeah, nobody's going to mistake me for a foodie. I don't go to fucking brunch usually. Unless you're down here with us. Unless I'm down like, here with you, but you live... We're going to go to brunch after this. No, but I, I like... Because that's good brunch. You know, I don't... I mean, fucking... I get Bisquick here. 
you know, Bisquick and it's all about the here because Albany is such a fucking wet town. It's all about the mimosa and it's all about the, the drinking, not the food. They basically, they'll, they'll like dope you up with fucking 90 proof mimosas or vodka mimosas or whatever. And then they'll give you some food that's like, oh, this is, this is a vegan scrapple. Great. <laughs> this is this is this is warm, not hot. Warm, a clammy field roast on a bisquick bun. Sick. We always had that problem. We're up here, always trying to, or up there, trying to figure out when we wake up and we have nothing to do for the morning, where to go. And it's always like we always break it down to the same like three spots, and that's that's it. That's all the places to offer. I have an idea of something you could do in the morning. That doesn't take any money. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you guys would probably really like. Go to Sears? No. Do it. Oh, I, I would never have guessed you were going there. <laughs> Andrew, are you saying that after 105 episodes that I've become predictable? Very trite. This is <sighs> your uh, this is your fucking uh, Ernest Goes to See, Camp I'm phase in, right now. I'm between, uh, I'm between the bullet and me here. Um, or between the buried and me here <laughs> when I, uh, cause I have, I feel like I have, uh, I have to maintain, uh, my dopey persona on this podcast. You should just fall down more. I should. I should be like the Chris Farley. Oh, oh, I'm coming. Oh, I should fall down like Chris Farley. <laughs> I'm here like a big crash. Wow. I broke my toe. Oh. In the background, you just hear like women just talking and smoking cigarettes. What's going on back there? Oh, nothing. Uh, it's just that's my. Just let ha- them do it. That's my harem. <laughs> um, <sighs> so we. So I could go. I could flip out all day no, about cool. bad food and bad service. But you know, Applebee's. You fucking. You suck dick. Well, it was great to see you guys, and I'm so glad that we got to hang out. At, got a few minutes in there. Yeah, at Colony Center, we got about two hours. We we did the reverse shit your pants walk. Uh, we did That's the true. we did the walk from Whole Foods uh, and Sears, which is in the same building, to Target. The Target was wildly uneventful. And then I got yeah, to, Target kind of lame. Yeah, and then I got to ride in Andrew's car, and Andrew did this cute little thing where he jammed on it. And Andrew's not driving a normal car; he's driving a future car that goes zero to sixty in two point eight seconds. Two point eight seconds. Faster than McLaren F1. Yeah. And this is like just a regular car, <laughs> so, which was awesome. But he jammed on it knowing that I would do my Chris Farley or John Candy routine. And I was like, oh, my God. But um, I actually have whiplash from that. That's pretty sick. That's really good. So I called the heavy hitters. <laughs> no, um, no I, it was so cool. And uh it's just made me realize that Andrew is like doing pretty good. Like I always thought you're doing pretty good, but then now I see the, I see tangible and see in my Glens Falls, fucking blue collar, grew up in a two bedroom apartment mind. When I see you drive that car, I'm like, wow, like my friend is really doing good. Well, if it makes you feel any better, there's a dead plant on the shelf above me. Like I'm looking at it right now, this house plant. And I'm like, this thing is just dead. <laughs> thank it's you for, dead. Thank, thank you for bringing me back down to earth. Uh, yeah. You're doing shitty. Yeah, I got a dead plant here. How good could I possibly be doing with a dead plant above my head? I have a, um, I have a growler in front of me that uh, I drank last night. In its entirety. In its entirety. That's great. Yeah, 
because I thought I, a good thing we didn't actually. I drank it was really strong, and uh, by the time we were getting ready to podcast uh, that we we're going to do last night, uh, I was a little I was a little uh, legless, a little lit, a little lit, a little legless, no as, dead. As t- <laughs> yes, and I didn't have a lot of chill, so it probably wouldn't have been as good. So. Jesus. Been what, a little... So what 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 happened with Christmas? I feel like uh I feel like you have some old man stories no, in you. Well, my father's great. My father is recovering nicely from his uh hip surgery. He's officially a bionic man because he has two fake hips and two fake knees. Um <laughs> just... feet are still real. Feet are still real. Um thankfully. He has to wear he he's not diabetic, but he has to wear these uh socks because he suffers from what's called edema where he gets like weird fluid in his legs getting old fucking sucks i just thought the same thing like fuck getting old holy shit my dad but my dad's like he's like it was great a great moment is that he was hurrying my mother out of the kitchen so he could wash his hair in the sink (laughs) if there's any question that i'm I'm my father's son that's it he's like (laughs) i gotta wash my hair well, I can't do anything until I wash my hair. Like he's really, and I ordered, I ordered us, I got to the house Christmas Eve day and I ordered us a pizza. Believe it or not, there's one restaurant in Glens Falls that takes Grubhub. One a town of 12,000 people. One that is one, a little rough. One place called Victory Pizza, right? So I ordered pizza on my phone and it blew my father's fucking mind. My father's a pretty savvy guy. He's the guy who got me into all the military shit. And he's always been not necessarily on the cutting edge, but he always had like the latest stereo equipment. Um, he always had the wings and Pink Floyd records that, you know, I really like used to jam to, man, you know, and uh, he was just marveling over this fact. And he also discovered <laughs> he also discovered that he can talk at Google on the computer <laughs> and do searches <laughs> So we'll be watching television and he'll be, he'll be like Iraqi beheading. <laughs> Damn it. Beheading. And I'll be like, dad, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just trying to watch some videos. He's like animals farting fart. Uh, and he's like, he's like, why won't he? But he's sitting, but he's sitting back, but he's like sitting far enough back that it's not picking up his voice. So he just sounds like a fucking lunatic. Like a like a you gotta get him the fucking the uh, the Apple TV where you can talk to the remote. I'm gonna and and order pizza on it. It's it's like a fucking super win win for him. Well, I got I see and, and another weird like I got a, I had a, I got a TV right. I have no really know where to put it, but uh, it was cheap, so I got a Roku TV where I can just watch YouTube. Because I said to myself, I just really want to watch YouTube, but on the big box. Because that will facilitate, like, hey, you want to come over and watch YouTube? And then it's like, I don't have to... It's, I don't, it's, it's Netflix and chill, not YouTube mm, and chill. It's definitely YouTube and chill. It's YouTube room. and chill? All right. It's YouTube and actually freeze your ass it's off. It's YouTube and fuck. <laughs> YouTube and, and fuck, but they're like, I would... Oh, my God. But it would be great. I see that I've been in situations where it's been YouTube and fuck, but it's been YouTube and I put on, like like desert passions or something like that. And because I'm dealing with a younger woman, she'll say things like, Oh my God. Like they used to show this on TV. Like this was so, and they're like, Oh my God, this is so problematic. (laughs) Like I will actually say so problematic because they're like 22. If you are in a room with somebody who describes somebody as problematic, leave that room. 
Regardless of the situation you're in, it, it's well, time to go. I know, but when there's, but when you have a, a an okay, like a pretty sad, mostly dour girl in front of you who is very unsure of, of what she's doing in a 38 year old man's room, and but is so petrified of confrontation that she'll just kind of roll with it, you know. Um, you can't. We can't bring. You can't lay that down on somebody you can't be like hey you can <laughs> you can see speaking of problematic um albany is uh doing the band olympics thing again yeah and i really i wanted to do it my roommate's putting it on uh roommates you know nice guy i lived with him a couple years um everything's cool um now, this is the era of speak loudly and uh, like out volume each other and out extreme each other. It's kind of like the late nineties where everybody yeah, like exactly where everybody like it's like if you try to shout somebody down for having an opinion, you're wearing like a gigantic white sports watch. Like, that's what I think of you. <laughs> like you're trying to be very extreme. You're the type of person who lowers your Honda. Yeah. Well, this one, like, and there was like in the the Facebook. I don't know if you saw this or not, but it was like very controversial. This is the Facebook event of this. I think I did see this. <laughs> oh my god, Facebook event. Somebody, um, understandably, uh, probably pretty pretty young. This, this guy was like, "Hey, you know, I hope that people of color and trans people are uh, represented in this event because it would make me very happy." And he was saying it would be awesome to see people of color, trans people, whatever. Basically saying, I hope the same 25 drunk white dudes don't do this again. <laughs> That's basically what he was saying, right? Hope some women, maybe, you know, let's, let's, and it became no joke, a 300 reply oh, Facebook thing. I really wish I got added to this group so I could read it. Cause I just saw a screen cap of, <clears throat> that kid and then uh, two replies oh which was no, fantastic no, no. no this was hundreds of replies to the end where people were just posting pictures of ian stewart from screwdriver and not in a funny way <laughs> <laughs> but actually being like i can do whatever the fuck i want and um you can't come here and say that those people should be here if they want to come and do it, then they should be able to do it. Yeah, you got to send me an invite to this group. If this shit still they got off. erased. Ah, oh, god damn it! But it was so quintessentially Albany, like the Albany experience in a nutshell. Like if I, I really, really, I aggressively, vigorously wish I saved it. I so, really wish you did too, because it was just all of the different archetypes. Like circling the fucking piss filled toilet bowl, fighting and arguing, and nobody was right. Everybody was wrong. And it was fucking so weird. Oh, I'm so sad I missed this. <laughs> what but I saw was a screen cap of that kid and then uh a comeback from uh from listener wealth, who is <laughs> the best person to have to like turn He's loose like on a kid fucking like this. Al Bundy. It's, 
<laughs> like, yeah, there's nobody I think any of us know that's closer to like a cartoon or like a, a, a sitcom dad than that dude. He's fantastic in that way. <laughs> He's so like, I've really, I wanted to read the rest of that thread so bad from that one screen cap. And it's really sad that I can't now. It was, I mean, it was, well, it was the people coming out to say blah, blah, blah. Right. And then, like, people backing them up because they need to, like, maybe affirm their status in the scene. So they're like, I think that, you know, there's some good points being made here, but, uh, like, or you shouldn't have to come here and say that. Everybody just included, blah, blah, blah. Um, but these are underrepresented people. These are, um, if I learned anything from being a, a pretty boorish, brash dude uh, during the Nancy Grace debacle well i actually caught a lot of shit about that um that i never our nancy grace debacle really yeah oh yeah wow i caught a lot of shit about that but i was like a little but i didn't get that much well i was educated which was nice people weren't like you're a fucking dick your podcast sucks people were like you said some fucked up shit here's why and whereas i still maintain that profit profiting off your fucking body it's just weird it's, it, when there's banshee involved there's always fucking profit there's always somebody sitting at a fucking like a bad ikea desk waiting like trying to <laughs> trying to drain every fucking <laughs> trying to drain every cent from your fucking band and this is how they do it like i, I still maintain that that was very strategic um but you know i realize that these are very uh, historically underrepresented underappreciated misunderstood groups of people who need to maybe feel like it's okay to, you know, go come to shows and it's okay to join the boys club and, and, but trying to get <clears throat> expecting acceptance from the Albany scene is, it's like trying, it's like turning, turning a, like a faucet and expecting like blood to come out. It's <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like these are, this is like, 30 Al Bundys and like 10 Peg Bundys and everybody's drunk. That's pretty much what the Albany scene is like right now, which is cool. Whatever. I'm so sad. I missed this, but yeah. But then when you come with some Tumblr politics, people aren't going to, people don't take nicely to that, but people actually got really fucking mean and weird and nasty. Well, that's sort of the thing. If, if my time arguing with people in Albany has taught me anything, <laughs> it's that, like, I'm quite certain from the little tiny shot I saw that, like, people weren't necessarily taking umbrage with the idea that there should be, like, people of color and trans people to show. Like, whatever, it's it's all good. But that this kid was like, this would really make me happy. This would be, you know, this would be my Christmas present. But, all right, so whatever. So you get into a fucking stupid internet fight about that. But the thing I love is it's when you pull a ripcord on a conversation like that, it's only a matter of time until like that loud little inner hick voice in people starts rolling out and people start posting after they've had a few. And then it just gets like, oh, wow. Holy shit. (laughs) These are some hateful motherfuckers in here. It was fucking crazy. Some of the shit was actually hateful. And like it was a very true colors moment where I was like, holy shit, definitely not doing this. <laughs> no, yeah. fucking when, way. You, when you try and argue with somebody in Albany about being forward, going forward, moving forward, well, everything is forward. Forward, yeah. And when you argue that, you will get 
arguments of semantics and arguments of semantics and arguments of opportunity and arguments of whatnot. Yeah. But the longer you go, eventually people just start to say racist shit. <laughs> That's just how it goes. And then this is like once all like once all the, the pretense has been argued away, then it's just like, you know, it's like my name is kid. You know, that's it. It's just it's just go time at that point. Um, yeah, that's that's Albany. But the best one of all. Not that the best post of all. Somebody uh, in a band in Albany posted. I don't know why people are doing this. I think everybody should concentrate more on writing songs and touring <laughs> instead of doing this. Which was like <laughs> amazing to me. <laughs> which was so good. Which was so good. And I simply said, <laughs> I don't know why. And the whole thing was basically saying, you shouldn't do this ever. <sighs> Not for one night. Should you not be trying to attain the Supreme and go out on fucking tours? And he was like, mm. it just seems like a waste mean? of, it seems like a waste of time and energy. And then I replied because going on tours is rarely a waste of time or energy. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Got into a point counterpoint, but very quickly realized that there's uh there's no actual discourse in albany it's simply uh well okay but this is my point yeah hmm, now well, that's a person who can't write a song that's all you're, right. you're you're talking to a person who's afraid to write a song and, it, and that, that's their thing but then writes me on facebook messenger to make sure everything's cool oh yeah <laughs> and i was like okay oh, yeah, we're cool like, um, yeah, real cool. Everything's fine. And I just said, pretty sure everybody can do both. Like, not everybody wants to tour or write songs. Some people are perfectly cool with what they do. And there's no blueprint. And there's no actual thing you should do when it comes to music. You can do whatever you'd like. Jesus. And us. <laughs> It's been a pretty good, pretty awesome Christmas season in Albany, actually. You know what? You asked me what my personal 9-11 was for this week. <laughs> Not being invited into that thread was my personal 9-11. Buddy, I can invite you. I mean, it's, if, it's go- if it's gone, then it's gone. I could give a fuck then. If it's well, yeah. the moment's passed, then... You know. I, I, I un- unceremoniously left because um, I just I, I didn't want to, even want to bother. Because, you know, it's like people were like, like you know Jesse Pellerin, right? I do. She's really nice. No, she's not. People were like, she piped up and someone was like, fucking, fucking, uh, someone said something so weird, like taking a total shot at her. And then Scott Seguin was like, who takes a shot at Jesse? This is really Seriously, weird. are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, she's like the nice, like the, one of the nicest people I know. It was just really weird. Like emotions were running high for zero reason. It was great. No, it was like one of those quintessential, like, scene moments that really made me realize that not much has changed in 10 years. Nope, plus people exactly were coming out like when I left plus people were coming out and like giving these because hardcore is so weird. 
oh, it's so weird. And people have like, people feel like they have to show face for other people and like represent for other people and stay in other people's inner circles. Oh, oh, it's fucking, oh, it's like, oh, I'd rather watch dogs fuck all day than deal with any of that shit. But somebody wow. was like, oh, yeah, well, so-and-so had this idea 10 years ago. And then, like, tagged them. And then, like, uh, people were like, oh, yeah, you know, like, just, just you know, so-and-so did it 10 years ago. And uh, so, and, like, almost saying, like, probably shouldn't happen because somebody already did it. Which is so weird. Yeah, you gotta get the fuck out of there. This is, this is fucking, like, a, this is a nightmare. Andrew, living I am so ready to go. It's like I do like this is fucking so stupid. This is insane. I got money in the bank. <clears throat> it's time I got, to go. I just go time. anywhere. Well, I just got a new roommate. So I'm gonna I'm gonna chill on leaving for at least a couple months because that's a shitty that's a shitty thing to do. Your 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 surroundings to me seem like a, a nightmare that you can't wake up from. Like your your day to day in that city, like having to interact with people is like the end of Jacob's ladder. It's like but, fucked up. But also, like the doctor's got no eyes. But I was told off the record. I was told that I um I come off as standoffish. No shit. <laughs> because I don't act like it's a fucking surprise birthday party every time I see somebody <laughs> in public. It's, it's not fucking Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Like I'm like, hey, what's up? Or I'll just wave. Like I'll, I mean, I'm in a position. I live right dead center in the one of the busiest street in Albany where as far as like seeing people goes. So I'll just see somebody at the coffee shop and I'll just wave. Hey, but because everybody needs like, because everybody gets like Instagram likes all the time and everybody gets Facebook likes all the time. And I'm not blaming the internet. I'm just saying it's, everybody's kind of like really into getting props for every fucking, every time they wipe their ass. So when somebody doesn't get props, they get really fucking weird and bent out of shape. Like, I know somebody who works at a store on Lark Street, and I'll walk by but not say hi. And then that person will text me, thanks for saying hi. I didn't know you were, I didn't look in their fucking window. What are you talking about? Well, I don't walk up and down the street to say hi to people. I mean, some, Maybe you should. I mean, some people do. Some people no, do. There's, there's a couple of people who already have that covered. I don't think I, know, I could yeah. do it. <laughs> I, I don't think I could do it better than, uh, than them. They've really got it covered. But as much as I want to be and do and create here, I can't. I can't. I can't. I mean, after that, it's just I can't. I can't. No, nobody wants to create there. Everybody wants to, like, tweak. I'm just going to tweak this a little bit. <sighs> you know, discharge, I'm going to tweak it. Right. Right. Uh, you know, uh, so like someone will post a thing like, I'm thinking about starting a band that sounds like this. We'll tweak. It's getting a little tweak there. Ambition cancer. That's it. Let's go tweak it. Like the same, but a little different. Tweak it. A great man once said, skateboards <clears throat> are ambition cancer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shockingly, didn't get more flack for that one. No, because everybody knows it's fucking true, man. This is the thing. And this is one of those things we talked about in the episode that doesn't exist. So I ran out of gas on it. But uh, I've never in my life, looking back, spoken to somebody who's been holding a skateboard and thought that they were going places like from our conversation. See, they just never, never have like it. It's just it doesn't happen. See, this is why I wish Ari and Makai interview really worked out. Yeah, that would have been good. It didn't work out. 
didn't didn't happen. No, then uh, we got big time. Big, you ever we got see, big time, big time. <laughs> do you ever see the? There's a website of bizarre correlations. You know, like they they yes. graph things out. Like um, popularity of Paul Paul Reiser movies correlates almost exactly with deaths by drowning in swimming pools. Just really weird things like that. I can draw that same graph with people who have a vested interest in skateboarding that I know and people who will not rise to the most basic challenges of life that I know. (laughs) And they graph very accurately. So I must, as a scientist, believe that skateboards are ambition cancer. Luckily, it's curable. Mm. Don't do that. Problem solved. just, Just walk. Perfect. Just walk. Just get, just get some shoes and walk. It's <clears throat> fine. Yeah, that's that's what I that, that's 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 what I have for you this week. That's my uh, <laughs> that's my plea to you. But then, <laughs> a plea to the audience every week. That's my plea to you. This you know, week. in Tony's exam, we have the new appeal to the audience. A new plea. perfect. I plead with you. I beg I of plead you. Plead with you. Stop skateboarding. You're an adult. Yeah, come on. Don't build a. I mean, that's like <laughs> people who are like four, 45 living in a punk house and talking about like, oh, I can't wait till it dries out a little bit so we can start building that ramp. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. No good. No, no. no but good then will come of this. No, but the thing is, like, these are the guys, they'll go to like punk bars and like girls, women right, will be like, I know he's a little older, but he's got such passion. He's just got a lot of. He's got like a youthful energy. He's got a lot of passion and yeah, like he hangs out with fifteen year olds. Oh creepy. God. I don't just. I don't call things creepy often, but that <laughs> squarely qualifies as creepy. Yeah, he's you know he's he's really he really knows how to how to. I mean, he's got videos of him online <laughs> skateboarding. It's amazing. I mean, really. I mean, that's like the the, the tumble down. That's that's the the logic tumble down that goes on. It's like, oh well, you know, he's really passionate, and he's got, you know, he's got something going on, and uh, you know, unless every time you fucking skate, like push off on a skateboard, it makes you ten bucks. I don't know why you're fucking doing it. <laughs> like the game Seven Twenty, really, is what you just described. Right, it's pretty wild. Yeah, skate or die, preferably die. <laughs> How about just die? <laughs> That. Just die. That's it. Oh my god! Let the bees get you. So it's been a, an awesome winter. It finally snowed yesterday. Is that right? Yeah. We got nothing. It's fucking great. And it, you know why? Because it pushed everybody in fucking side. And I'm not at work, so I can't hear about how cold it is. One, B, how fucking snowy it got, and also a play-by-play of how. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't even know where my scraper was because it hadn't snowed. Remember? Oh, it hadn't snowed at all. Like, we aren't living on the same Earth. Like, I leave for the day and take a fucking space shuttle to some other planet. Like, oh, did it snow here yesterday? I, I, I don't know. I just, I just nodded off reading the paper on the way home to another fucking planet. <laughs> I think you're really underestimating how much of this you're going to hear in retrospect oh the back. updates oh i can't wait oh my god it's gonna be so good and the campus starbucks isn't gonna be open and i might fucking i might commit harikari you gotta do that fucking that check in on your phone and fucking get your starbucks pre-ordered I, shit it's so good if they could deliver that would be so glorious you probably could make that work you could probably get like uh you could do the starbucks thing 
Or you could do uh, Task Rabbit and just have one of those intrepid Task Rabbits come bring you a coffee for two bucks. I would love that. Or you know, um, what was that one? I when I th- oh, you'd be people would be like, oh, look at him. He's what, what an elitist. Oh yeah. Now there's another one. Um, Somebody's ringing our doorbell and we're not expecting any company. So if if I should be killed, dial nine one one. Are you just going to send Gab down to take the bullet? I'm going to send Gab down. Just tell her to. <laughs> she just waved it off. She's just like, nope. Fuck it. I actually ordered. It I actually shortly? ordered you what guys a Domino's. I ordered you guys a Domino's. Oh, it's Domino's. Hans ordered us Domino's. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, you know, I figured since you worked really hard today, that you need a double pepperoni, double extra cheese, it's large. True. It is true. Thin crust. That is correct. Do you remember the thin crust Domino's? It tastes like a cracker. It's so good. Really? I've, I've, I'm trying really hard to think of the last time I had Domino's pizza. I, it, definitely when I lived in Albany. Like, definitely uh, haven't had any since then. You so. working this weekend? Um, no. Can I come down? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought, I, I automatically assumed that. If I said yes, you would have a Domino's pizza delivered to my job. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, of course, I, I did. I they I work like six days a week on a good week. Oh right shit, now. that's great. Yeah, it's on pretty good pretty week. brutal. Changing the world is fucking is yeah, tough. It's it's fucking, tough beans. Yeah, I won't say where you work unless you want to talk about. Yeah, it. no, probably not a good idea. I, like. Anyone reasonably intrepid has probably already figured it out. It's not like yeah. fucking rocket science. <laughs> um, but having said that, I work for a modern day mad scientist doing it's, one of his two wildly popular companies. It's so dope. That's it. It's so dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's also like I'm I'm just being thrashed. And I know it's like the end of the year and like. They want to put up stellar numbers and all this shit. And, you know, it starting on the first, it may get really relaxing, but I don't get that vibe. I think it's just going to be uh, it's just going to be a slog. Well, uh, I think I can speak for all uh, everybody when I say that we support you a thousand percent. Hell yeah. And whatever you do, really, you are a guiding you are a our guiding light uh, inspiring us to save money. I talked to I talked to listener Dan Dan B the uh the coast to coast traveler today i talked to i told him i hipped him to betterment today oh very good he's like well can i do a roth i was like yes you can do your roth and a betterment you know what though i kind of want to fuck around with Wealthfront now you know yeah me too i you know i keep on i kept getting the spam on fucking facebook and email and whatever i like it um it's definitely better than motif um I really like. I see the v. I, I like that. Um, I like Betterment because I don't have to think about it. But VEA is um, as an ETF is really underperforming. Yeah, I mean, it, whatever. It's just it's like I did. Like we're a, talking long term holds. It's, I shouldn't know, even be but, looking at it. I know, but I did like a year in review, and I'm down like eight percent. That's all right. <laughs> like, whatever. What the it's fuck? It, just let it happen. Yeah, but meanwhile, I look. I also because I, I have the I have a Nasdaq account, so I just I, I set up alerts for all of the stocks I should own. You were fucking mental. You were going to ruin yourself. What are you doing? No, I just set up alerts for the stocks that I, I should own in the future, and like fucking Raytheon, McDonnell Douglas, like all the defense stocks are like through the fucking roof. Like even since the war started, and I'm like, motherfucker. Mm-mm. I know. I know. Be fearful when others are greedy. Be greedy when others are fearful. Once that shit drops, then you buy. Oh, I know. I know. Buy low, sell high. Or sell, buy, whatever. 
Yeah, sell high. Yeah. What I still have, the, I have, a, I have a nice, tidy sum in there. I'll be fine if if the betterment equation works out well. I, I won't have anything to worry about past age fifty, so I'll be pretty good. Yeah, you just gotta let that shit sit. Don't. I mean, that's the thing. Is I check it every day. <laughs> you gotta fucking stop because here's the situation. This is why this exists. Is you used to when you would have to invest, learn all this shit, uh, which I urge everyone to do anyway it's just good good to fucking know you learn. you build your portfolio and then every three months six months a year you go in and you readjust because some aspects are gonna be doing great like if you had like some in defense stocks you'd be killing it and then you had some in medical marijuana you'd be like oh this fucking sucks <laughs> you go back and you readjust to make sure nothing goes out of whack the whole point of betterment is that they do that shit for you right. it's what all those robo invest so you literally should just delete it from your phone I don't even have it on my phone. I, I I check it at work, but Please. I saved me a couple times because I noticed the market was like in the fucking toilet, and I adjusted my allocations and I saved myself. Like you did not save yourself, you fucked yourself. That's the whole thing. Don't do that shit. All right, well, fine. What is beeping? Something's beeping in my house. You okay? You guys all right? Okay, okay, we're good. We're good. Cool. We got a we got a we got a timer going off. We got dinner being made here. All right. Um, it's much yeah, no, much quieter than last time. Don't touch that shit unless you're reallocating. Don't touch that shit. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's, trust me, you, none of us, myself included, are properly equipped to make that decision at that time. It's a long-term decision. Just let it ride. Some days you're going to wake up and lose money. You're going to be like, oh, fuck. And some days you're going to wake up and be in great shape and feel real good. <laughs> On the long enough timeline... You'll be fine. If you're not fine, then things are fucked. Things are very fucked. You have like bigger problems to worry about if you're not like getting better cumulatively over a certain amount of time. That's when you buy ammo. Ammo? Yes. Like ammunition. Ammunition. Yes, exactly. That's when things get bad. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I, I'm with you so far, honestly. I think you're really doing good. Um, you're, like my, uh, you're like my big brother, but you're younger than me. Shit. So it's great. Um, so I appeal to the podcast, uh, what I was talking about earlier. Um, if you know of a place that I think you think I would be really thrivey living in, just let me know. Now, if you have like a fucking apartment with a room for rent, just let me know. Oh shit. There it is. I just need to really well, probably not live here. I don't want to see another summer here. That's for sure. Maybe even New York. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, yeah, you, you gotta go. It's time to go. New York it's would be like... New York would be fun, but I couldn't afford it. And uh, my spry thirty-two-year-old feet could definitely handle that fucking commute. But my not so spry thirty-eight-year-old feet definitely can't handle that commute. That's um, nah, no big deal. Yeah. I got off like I got off on the wrong side of Manhattan today just to walk across it, just to be like, all right, got a little walk in on my way. All right, there we go. All right. Well, you're not you're not a you're not a fucking fat fuck like I am. Oh my god, we I the thing that I'm most sad about losing in that last episode is we had a real breakthrough. We had, a, we had some uh, we we had some heavy convos. We, oh uh, well, we can still. I mean. It, it's there's no possible way that we're going to recreate that in any way that's organic. Damn it! Uh, but yeah, it's it's a shame it's gone. <laughs> it's a shame it's gone. We did talk. A we little. also we we talked we talked about rape cop. 
rape cop was uh, a big thing <laughs> in the last episode and it's gone now. Rape cop, man. God. Like everyone everyone wants rape cop to be raped. No one seems to find a problem with this. Yeah. It's curious. That's great. Interesting. Rape cop, uh, you know, from Ohio, former NFL player. Um that was my favorite part of it where they're like, Yeah, well you're gonna get a twelve inch dick up your ass. I hope you yep. and uh, I hope you're satisfied because you're fucking you're a raper. Yeah. And I wanna paraphrase myself. I feel disingenuous saying the same thing I know I said last time, but do you believe rape is bad or do you just want to feel right? Yeah. Like th- those are the only two <laughs> options being presented by this situation. That's it. Yeah. I mean, personally, my feeling is that rape's shitty. And so I don't want anyone to be raped, including people who rape. It's not the, for the same like reason that I don't want people to be shot in the head for shooting people in the head. It's just not like, it's not my thing. Yeah. Uh, might be your thing. I don't know, but I would it, kill. It's a weird position to take. It's just like a, it's no, it's the, just a very slippery position to take. No, someone, I don't someone on the friend zone pointed it. out like there somebody had a position of I would gladly kill so that someone uh doesn't have to be killed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is insane. <laughs> Actually, it could not be like a better example than that. Totally nuts. Totally out um, to lunch and the trouble with freedom and the trouble with everybody has this deep like far-reaching freedom i think it's very dangerous and i don't think it should apply to everybody i think you should take an iq test or like like an exam in order to gain internet access oh no question i really like i really think that it shouldn't be for everybody at the same time though like the problem I have with that, like I've wanted for years for there to be like a mandatory IQ test before being able to vote. Um, before anything, yeah. But I mean, the shit is like at this point, you you learn from the internet, like that's just, or at least like that's I know that's the thing, the idea. So it's a <laughs> like a self perpetuating like thing. There's a I, I was listening to something a few days ago, and they were talking about <clears throat> how every generation has its racism. Um, and it, you know, whatever it, it was like race at, at, you know, in the past and it was whatever. And like, obviously there's more than one like big thing, but socially the biggest one right now is just haves versus have nots. That's just like sort of the new, like classic, okay to, to do it racism. Like everyone understands that being a racist is fucking like awful and stupid Everyone understands, like, being, like, a sexist or, like, wanting to fucking, like, drag a trans person behind your truck is, like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> but you can, you can pretty reasonably get away with, like, shitting on poor people. You know, it's all right. You know, it's, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. socially, that's, that's, like, the racism of the moment right now. Sure. Um, I do my best not to fall into that sort of thing. And then I'll, I'll have situations like this where I'm like, well, you should have to fucking learn to read before you vote. And I always got to pump the brakes and... You know, readjust know. what I'm saying. I know. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> election times are very difficult for me right now. No, I've uh, I've noticed past few. Well, I not, mean, we it's uh, I mean, Bo, I mean, Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are going to go head to head, and it's wild. Oh Jesus Christ, two, Bernie Sanders. Well, I mean, two. I, as much as I want, as much as I appreciate, um, democratic socialism, and as much as I appreciate. You know, things not 
maybe applying to everybody and, and, you know, and returning wealth to the people. It's not, and A, it's not ever going to happen. B, you realize that these two candidates who are wildly different ideologically, like everything, like they're wildly different ideologues. They're preying, they're preying on the same idiot. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We, we got to talk about this. Like this by design was, hang on one second. I had to find the quote. I had it pulled up and it is no longer, but the, there was a quote that showed up on my Facebook feed like a bunch of times. Uh, all right. From Bernie Sanders. The business model of Wall Street is fraud. <laughs> that that came up like four times. And that was what people were freaking out about on Facebook before Lemmy died. That's that doesn't um, mean that's gibberish. It doesn't mean anything. And it's not it's not true. It's not true. It's like it's obviously not true. And the fact that he hasn't vetted the people who've donated him money proves that fact. Right. Like if if the man really felt that way, then people who donated money to Bernie Sanders campaign who run hedge funds would obviously be excluded. So fuck you. Like, first of all, like that's yeah. not you're like a you said a stupid thing. Yeah. Um, but then to compound that, you said a stupid thing purely to resonate with the dumbest person in the room, the single issue voter who doesn't particularly care about whether or not the things he or she thinks is right is true. It's just <laughs> like it's just a loud thing that you say to make sure that you hear something louder come back. Right. When you do that, I cannot vote for you, which is why I cannot vote for anybody because that's what's expected of you when you run for president now. Um, and if the – I mean if the, uh, the first Obama campaign and the first Obama uh, election and when he was elected and he was in Lincoln Park in Chicago – the idea of giving underserved, underprivileged people false hope is so shitty. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, so shitty. Like, is so shitty. Like, I, the night he got elected, I was in Brooklyn and Fort Greene, and you would have thought that the Daily News decided to give everybody a million dollars. <laughs> Everybody's jumping up and down. My bus. It was the reparations. I mean, uh, I know. Everybody, yeah, it was crazy. And I couldn't help even then. It was fun and people were like crying and it was neat. And of course, you know, first African-American president, that's huge. That's great. But in the, even back then when I was not as smart as I am now, which is, quite, which is debatable, um, as in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't know. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to, it's got to be better than Bush, right? You know? Sure. And then it turned out that he, I, he was a little bit better, but it's the same, it's the same thing. And if you've been to other countries and you've been, you've seen how other countries work and you see how other cultures live, you realize that we are the Panera of countries. Oh yeah, very much. <laughs> we smell weird. <laughs> we look, we look stupid and we're too expensive. We're the Panera of, of, of countries. Wow. <laughs> And we're fucking, and nobody wants, and people who work at us are fucking sad because they have to work at a, the Panera of countries. Nobody's happy. Oh, I fucking work at Panera. Oh, you want me to stay? You want me to work a double? Cool. It's a pretty solid analogy right there. Yeah. Like I, my, when people make analogies, my first instinct is to try and poke holes, but that's pretty fucking solid. Yeah. We, we live in Panera. 
we're, we're ah, it sucks. Panera the country. And everybody looks at us and drives by because Panera's gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to stop? Pan- um. No. Yeah, people go come. People visit us once a year. Maybe because there's like a job interview there or like you're meeting like your aunt, my mother. Yeah. As, as the case may be, that was that was our, our thing for a minute. Meet my mother at Panera and feel and away. the takeaway is overpriced, greasy. Probably wouldn't go back. Like I guess I'll have a half sandwich and oh, get a bread bowl soup. full of okay. fucking broccoli cheese soup. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but the takeaway is greasy, gross. Probably wouldn't go back. That's what f- everybody else thinks of in the United States. So just think about that. And when you when you drive cross country, and you think you're like Jack fucking Kerouac, I'm not calling out Dan Bassini here. But that was cool, and you're trying to get some leg. So I'm with it. We've we've gone cross country many times, Andrew and I. And when you drive cross country and you think there's some sort of romance left in America, I've got news for you. Like drive down to like your local shopping complex that has the Five Guys, and the Barnes and Noble, and the Panera, and the TGI Fridays, and then imagine that in every state, on every exit, like. Every, every exit you see that shit. Not anything cute. It's not like you're in the fucking opening of the New Heart show. And it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh. How quaint. Oh, America the Beautiful. It's so, it's so nice. No. No. <clears throat> no, you've got a, a Dairy Queen fucking Eaton run or whatever the fuck it's called. And that's it. Or Sonic with cars lined up. Because so many people want to go to Sonic <laughs> or fucking, I, I don't know, fucking Food Lion. All that shit times 50. Times a million. There you go. There's nothing cute left. Jesus. So. All right. Well. We've gone long. And, we uh, have gone long. Um, don't think this has been 105. Is that right? This is 105, right? Oh, hopefully, if all if unless all goes we find well. the original 105, and then this will be 106. Yeah. Mistakenly said 105. Um, anything you want to plug this week? Uh, I did uh, a couple new girlfriend's kid pranks. <laughs> I heard one. It was uh, very dark. <laughs> did you like that? It was very dark. Trying to convince a prostitute to love me, which is awful. Uh, but I have this little network of people that I call regularly who think that I'm just pathetic. So they talk to me. So there'll be many more. I've done this kind of research and there's many more people. One's a person who works at a liquor store. One's Jesus. a prostitute named destiny. They don't know. They don't, the jig, the jig isn't up. They don't know. But <laughs> so, so I'll have a couple more up there. Um, the bear mattress cassette is at the plant and uh, wow. it'll be, a, I know, right. <laughs> I, I, I know. I don't even believe it, uh, but uh, it'll be, um, up for sale soon uh, and uh, also for, uh, for download. Um, but, you know, buy the tape because it's, it's cooler and you can just download it for free after that. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. Then we're cool, I guess. Cool. I got nothing. As usual, I have nothing to plug. Nothing exciting goes on in my life. <laughs> um, I'm writing duets part two. So Whoa, ding, ding, people, ding. People can enjoy that shit. An overnight eventually. drive exclusive. Can I play on it? Um. Yeah, you can. Really? You can play into it too. Absolutely. Wow. Perfect. Yeah. 
Well, we have right. to pretend I'm not playing on it. No, you can you can be you can be on the cover. <laughs> Definitely, that would be perfect. It was me and you holding hands. All right, that's, that's, that sounds like a nice cover. Yeah. <laughs> or me, our friend Glenn sitting on my lap, looking at me lovingly. All right, this this just got weird. Now. <laughs> Andrew, um, so that's it. All right. Well, it's been real. Episode 105. Um, let's cue the music. There was Ken Tuck Bill, one of the boys. He was always in for a game. Didn't matter whether he lost or won. To him, it was all the same. He'd empty a slug, he'd pass the buck, he'd go a hat full blind. And in the game of death, Bill lost his breath in the days of 49. Then there was New York Jake the Butcher Boy, so fond of getting tight. Whenever Jake got full of gin, he went looking for a fight. One night he ran against a knife in the hands of old Bob Klein. And over Jake we held awake in the days of 49. Of all the comrades I had then, there's none left now but me. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.